This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. You come and hold me, it's you and me forever, Sarah. Sarah, smile for the lovely Sarah Palin, you know. Kid growing up in Brooklyn, I became a Ranger fan, of course, and um, my favorite player was Ron Duguay. To this day, my two favorite Ranger players, I mean by a mile, are Dugues and Messier. You know? But I loved Duguay. He was handsome. I had my 10 jersey when I was a little kid. And those Ranger Islander series in the early 80s when the Islanders won the damn Stanley Cup every year were just huge for me. I loved them. And, and Duguay, again, was a 40-goal scorer. He was on every commercial, Studio 54. I wanted to be Duguay in the worst way, or John Travolta, one of those two guys. And then you get in this business, and all of a sudden you're talking to these guys, you know. And then every once in a while you actually become really friendly with these guys, like I've done with Phil Sims and Lawrence Taylor. And Ron Duguay now is legitimately, legitimately one of my best friends. And it's it's surreal. It's nuts. As a, as a kid, I idolized this man. Uh, but he is. So he's become a dear friend. And y'all loves him. I love him. And then, as luck would have it, Sarah Palin, who I love and Bernard really loved, she ends up at a restaurant on the Upper East Side with Ron Duguay. And the next thing you know, they're like getting married at Center Ice. No, not there yet. But So now I've got two people who I love, Ron Duguay and Sarah Palin, in love with each other. And in New York as we speak, and on the phone, Andrew Giuliani, as you and I are doing this, we'll start with one of them from the great state of Alaska. Really respect this lady. And that is my friend Sarah Palin. Sarah, it's Sid and Andrew Giuliani. How are you? Oh, how are you guys? I'm just absolutely honored. Hey, wait, you screwed up. You, you prefaced all that with saying Ron Duguay was handsome. <laughs> oh, my well, God. He, I still is, I know. I know, I've seen him. I, uh, not that, and he still is gorgeous. He, he looks... He is. Yeah, he's a great-looking guy. It's, it's, he, uh, he's lucky. I don't know. He hasn't aged even a little bit. The rest of his range of teammates, my God, God bless him. But he looks like <laughs> – <laughs> it took a lot of pucks to the face there. You know what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> but here's the question I have to ask you because everybody has asked me the same thing. And I'll put you on the spot, but you're, you're tough and you're great. Everybody says to me, wait a second. Sarah's at the Nick game with Ron Duguay. We saw him on television. Sarah did her first Ranger game last night with Ron Duguay. We saw her on television. Four days out from a major election in Alaska. Why is Sarah Palin in New York City and not in Anchorage? And I don't have an answer. Okay, well, I'm here. I'm doing interviews today. Did interviews uh, yesterday because national interviews are the way you're going to reach Alaskan constituents. The local media up there, the liberal media, they, I, it's worse than them just, uh, you know, be smirking or um, uh, not covering accurately my comments, my interviews. Worse, they don't do them at all. I, I'm wow. not invited on to do. But wow. a national interview, though, that I mean, that that's how we get to get the word out about what Alaska is all about. What we have to offer in terms of oil and gas and um, our our economic security and solvency with energy independence. Alaska has that to offer. So. I'm here because this is the center of it all when it comes to media and culture and everything else. 
get the word out to Alaskan constituents, asking them to um, allow me to represent them in Congress. And that's why I'm here. But, yeah, so I get to go to a Knicks game. I get to go to a Rangers game. <laughs> Doggone it, they lost both games. So I, I, won't, I won't go back. Okay. No, you know what? How about towards the playoff time especially? I'll stay away. I promise. Oh, no, you got to come for that. Well, and you're on with Jesse Waters tonight on Fox News, I know. So, hey, talking about your race how are things looking four days until Election Day? And how does ranked choice voting specifically play in to your race? Okay, well, it, Andrew, make sure that you do all that you can to not allow ranked choice voting yeah. to come into any of, of the areas in, in which you're seeking to represent it's also. and, and work in New York City. It, it's been a disaster so far. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. And it's written to allow votes to be split. You know, we don't have primaries anymore in Alaska because – uh, we've adopted this ranked choice voting that was written by Le- Senator Lisa Murkowski's attorney in order to keep Lisa Murkowski in office. She can't run as a Republican and win as a Republican. So, but you have to kind of have an R by your name if you're going to uh, run for anything in Alaska. So, she, you know, she she tries to to run as a Republican, but she votes with the Democrats. She voted to impeach Trump and you know, has voted to uh, lock down a lot of Alaska's development even. Um, so uh, ranked choice voting is written to allow somebody like Lisa Murkowski, a rhino, or you know, someone just kind of pretending to be something they're not. They get to get in there by votes being split. Uh, that's what we're looking at right now. Uh, this is the great Sarah Palin. Love her. And uh, Ron Duguay, he's going to hop on. Any second to, he's with her, the great uh, New York Ranger player. Here with me, Sid, and, of course, my man, uh, Andrew Giuliani. So we're all hoping, a lot of us are expecting, even more than hoping, Sarah, this red wave to come Tuesday. Although I do like my TV friends that say, slow down. Don't get too complacent. It looks that way, but you never know. There's election issues, a lot going on. But, again, the expectation is we're going to do very well on Tuesday, take back the House, probably take back the Senate, and pave the way for a Trump return in 2024. What does Sarah Palin think? Well, I agree with you. Uh, not, Not to get cocky about her, not to get complacent. People have got to show up. And vote. It, it's going to be a numbers game, of course. We, we just need more, more common sense constitutional conservatives to show up and vote instead of the liberals or the or the rhinos. So yeah, it's going to depend on voter turnout. But people, the, you know, the overall sentiment I think throughout the country is we just cannot embrace status quo. Look at the mess that we're in in this country. Something's got to change the trajectory. Uh, that we are on, it, it, it's not good. You know, we're going down fast. So we've got to uh, capture the possibilities, again, for America to <clears throat> get back to our roots, that being, you know, capitalism, free enterprise, um, freedom uh, for individuals and for the way we raise our families and run our businesses. We know better than the politicians and the bureaucrats how to do those things. So, you know, Ronald Reagan had said, Status quo, well, that's the Latin word for the mess that we're in, and we just can't allow that status quo to continue. People know that. So, look, New York, right, crime, the economy, that's what really everybody's been talking about. If you look at the polling, more than 50 percent of New Yorkers say that one of those two issues are the main issue that's going to drive them to decide who they're going to vote for in the gubernatorial election come November 8th. What are the top issues to Alaskans? 
Definitely the economy. 85% of Alaska's economy, our state budget, and the private sector economy, it, it's, uh, it all hinges on oil and gas development because we're extremely, extremely rich in minerals and rare earths and oil and gas. Uh, you know, we, we, we allow for the diesel and everything else to be produced um, up there in Alaska. And at our peak, 18% of the U.S. domestic supply of energy came from Alaska. Well, Biden's agenda, and he says this outright, he's candid about it, it's to shut all that stuff down. He, you know, they want Alaska to be one big old frozen park, an icebox up there, not contributing to the U.S. supply of, of energy. There's that inherent link between energy and security, energy and prosperity. Well, look what we're doing. Instead of pumping in Alaska, the energy resources that can be flowing to the U.S., there, Biden is hat in hand asking our enemies to produce oil and gas for us. That makes us less secure. It makes our economy uh, crash even faster and harder than it's going to crash if we continue this. So, yeah, the economy, oil and gas development, energy independence, that's number one for Alaska. Sarah Palin sounds like a million bucks, man. Make sure if you're listening right now in Alaska, many of you are. She gets your vote come Tuesday. She's in New York with her beau, the great New York Ranger, my dear friend Ron Dugay. And uh, here is number 10. Uh, Dukes, this is a hat trick. Uh, Sarah Palin, Knicks Wednesday, Rangers Thursday, Sid's show on Friday. That is a hat trick, a special hat trick, wouldn't you say, Ronnie? Yes, hi. Good good morning to you, Sid and Andrew. Good talking with you. Yeah, I've, I've had a blast with Sarah because... Um, she's talked about wanting to go to the Knicks game. Now, she's been to a Ranger game, but she wanted to go to the Knicks game. I don't know if you guys know this, but she was a high school all-star basketball player, and she that. talks basketball more than she talks hockey, although she is hockey mom. But it was uh, it's just fun for her to see in New York and, and to get out of Alaska yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and kind of be in my world, my surroundings. So she got to see there last night at the Ranger game. Um, so I, cause I'm back now, back in New York, back with the organization, back working as an ambassador. I want to talk about that one second, by the way, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you went to Duke. So did a guy that grew up in Alaska, became a great player at Duke, Trajan Langdon. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you see Sarah, no, see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see, uh, but Ryan, I want, I want to stop you right there because, you know, I was very upset what the organization did to you two years ago before COVID, uh, you are still to this day one of the most popular New York Rangers. My generation, if God is good to me, I'll be 56 in April. You're my favorite player. And all my friends and relatives, they felt the same way. You were uh, you were our team. You were the guy in the 80s. So uh, I don't know why they did what they did two years ago, nor do I care. But I'm happy that they came to their senses and you're back because Ron Duguay will always be, like Mess, a great New York Ranger. Well, thank you for that. And I think um, it's it was just, you know, the shutdowns, the rules, the laws of the city in, in New York State, uh, you know, with the COVID and all that. So I, I get it. I understand. I kind of see it as behind me. I'm back. I got a hop in my step this morning. You talk to me. I'm smiling. It's good to be back. So I'm uh, I, I you know, I, I have such a history with the New York Rangers going back to 77. And I appreciate the kind words, but I always tell kids and I tell anyone, do you want to just be regular or normal? Do you want to do things to stand out, right? If you're going to step on the ice, be a guy that does things where people recognize you, whatever that is, right? So I, 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 so I guess I'm enjoying the fruits of my work of the past. Uh, and I enjoy being me now because people are so wonderful. New Yorkers are great. When they love you, they freaking love you.
And so I can walk the aisles, the aisles in, the, in Madison Square Garden. I'm appreciated. And so that's why it's so nice to be back. And, of course, Sarah got to enjoy a little bit of that. And, of course, when I'm with her in Alaska, most people there love her, and I see that. So uh, I like to think we make a good team. We're with the great Ron Duguay and Sarah Palin. Sarah, I've got to ask you, now that you've seen some New York sports the last couple of days, and obviously you've been in the rough-and-tumble world of politics for decades now, what do you think is tougher? Do you think, actually, the New York sports world is tougher? Because you have guys like Sid Rosenberg every day. Think about it, Ron Duguay. Right now he's saying, I love you so much. But I'll tell you what, you lost two games in a row. I don't know if he'd be saying that to you back in his days of sports radio. (laughs) Stop turning the puck over, Duguay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. It's brutal. It's brutal. Oh, geez, the people, their their loyalty to their sports team. No, I I love it. Um, You know, there's there's this appreciation for healthy competition here. And um, and loyalty is, is respect and everything else. No, I, I think, it, you know, there's some messages in the world of sports that uh, the rest of us, humankind, can learn from and, and emulate. And I think we'd all be better off. And, and that is, like I say, loyalty, healthy competition, uh, working hard, teamwork, all, all that good effort stuff. Uh, now the rest of us yeah. can learn yeah, you know, what I'm, it is can I, you guys do. Can I just add to that? Yeah. Can I just add to that? Yeah. I understood the pressure of being a New York athlete, and for me, it brought the best out of me. When I showed up at the Garden, I was on my toes. I was ready. I had my game face on. I knew what the Ranger fans wanted or sports, New York sports fans wanted, so it brought the best out of me. I wasn't going to shy away from it. I was going to give them my best, and if I did have a bad game and you hear a little this or that, I get it. I understand it. So to me, it elevated my game. For some people, they get shy, they get quiet, they get nervous. Not me. Well, they get ruined. I'm all in. Yeah, they get ruined. I'm here to entertain you. That's yeah. why you're one of the best. Yeah. And by the way, I'm asked that question, Sarah, Ron, and Andrew, all the time. I went from a sports guy to a political guy, and uh, they're very similar. The loyalties to your team, the loyalties to Palin and Trump, the you know the the emotions, the up and down. It's very very similar. Ronnie, a serious question here. Uh, when Sarah wins on Tuesday, not if, when she wins on Tuesday, and she moves on to her next point of her beautiful political career, at that point you can, um, you know, give her the ring. And then uh, when, when you guys do get married, are you, going to, are you going to be okay if she keeps the name Sarah Palin, or are you going to make sure she changes it to Sarah Duguay? <laughs> wow, that 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 is a loaded question. If you need a hard yeah. break right now, Ron, I can arrange something for you. So, yeah. Well, let me. Uh, first of all, Sarah, Sarah, I'm going to ask Sarah. First of all, on Tuesday, she's not going to know the outcome, correct? Because with this ranked voting, I think it takes another two weeks to actually have an opportunity to count or non or add or whatever it is. I don't think they're going to have the outcome next Tuesday, correct? Just so we can clear that up with ranked voting, Sarah? Right, because because remember, an algorithm takes your vote, and the Dominion computer system takes your vote if your man didn't land on top of your first ranked choice voting cycle. It takes your vote, and it distributes it to other candidates, so it's complicated, and it takes a couple of weeks through a computer system before you know mm-hmm. who actually won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, well, that makes sense. Sid, Sid, you yeah. see yeah. what I did there? I redirected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're a TV pro, Ronnie. You know what you're doing. <laughs> they will not be staying over for the next segment, just so you know, Sid. You, 
That's because of you. Yeah, so, no, no. Hey. So, Sarah, I know that uh, President Trump uh, did endorse you, and uh, you guys uh, over the years have a good relationship. And Andrew knows that. Of course, Andrew saw you at the White House when you went to see Trump years and years ago. A lot of talk now about him running again in 2024. He won't officially make that announcement until after these midterms are over. But I would imagine uh, you're very enthusiastic in your hopes that President Trump does, in fact, run again in 24. I'm not going to, you know, and I don't vacillate and mess around with it with that question when people ask me, you know, I don't say, well, you know, that's a long way up. No, I hope he runs. You know, he's the only one who has the guts to take on mainstream media and to take on the rhinos and take on the Democrats and everybody else. That's what we needed when he was up against Hillary Clinton initially. So we needed that. He's the one who can do it. He can do it again. Man, just uh, pretty amazing here that we're talking four days before election day here. So last, when, when will you get back to Alaska, Sarah? And what's what's the plan here closing out once you get done with Jesse Waters tonight? Are you going back there for the last 48 hours or so to finish things up and tie it all up and try to get this thing closed out? Yeah, absolutely. So I am back on Alaskan soil uh, tomorrow. And then um, we have a big snowstorm going on right, aye, right aye, now. Aye, uh, schools aye, are closed and everything else. Aye, here, you so, got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. Ronnie, you got to get her out of there. Let her win and then move it up to New York or Florida or something. Well, gotta... we're, we're talking. Listen, you remember we're talking Washington now. <laughs> That's true. They have a nice apartment in Washington, D.C., even better, which is a lovely city, by the way. And Yeah. But... So it's right around the corner from New York. I got it all planned out. <laughs> <laughs> and Ronnie will be like the next Washington Capitals head coach. He'll be perfect. He'll coach the Capitals. And Sarah will have an apartment right there when she wins and she's a senator. Hey, uh, uh, talking about the Rangers, though, for a second, the expectations – off of last uh, season were huge. Now, we did lose a bunch of guys the end of the year. Guys I liked, guys like Cop and Vitrano, you know, the smaller guys. But the big yeah. stars are still there, and they did bring in Trocek. And you got Shesterkin back, and Zabinijad's off to a nice start, Panarin, and all those guys. And expectations are, amongst me, Andrew, big Ranger fan too, that this is a team that should absolutely buy, if not win, the Stanley Cup. You and Sarah were there last night. You're around the team again now, Ronnie. What does the team feel? Well, I can only tell you because I'm not in the dressing room. I kind of, I, I, I'm a pretty good analyzer of what I see and what I've seen in the past. Did you see the game last night? All I of did. a sudden, Boston right yep. now yep. is looking like a different team. That they don't team's lose. Been around for a while. Little coaching change. The dressing room's different. A little light. A little lighter. More. Uh, a little calmer playing the game with the new coaching. So, I mean, the thing is. The Rangers should be a little bit better, right? Last year they made the conference finals, but the other teams have gotten better. That's kind of what you're dealing with. And when you and also like Heedle's out of the lineup, right? Heedle's a good centerman. He's out of the lineup. All it takes is for one or two players to be out of the lineup, and then you you fall behind a little bit. So assuming the Rangers are healthy, going right to the end, I think by March they're going to add a player, possibly two, like they did last year. And because I, I like last year going into the uh, going into the season, I had them picked in the top eight teams in the NHL. This year I have them in the top six. Okay, only because I look at other teams and there's a lot of good other teams. So um, it's good bounces, bad bounces, good goaltending, but they're very competitive. They're not off to a great start. It's just a little bit above average, only because the teams look at them differently now and they prepare differently. They're a nice team to watch. They're a skilled team, but I still think 
they could be harder to play against, like a little bit tougher, right? They added a few players, but that's what it comes down to, having guys with size and skill, but always play with an edge, play pissed off. Hmm. So I think they could use another guy or two that way yep. to, play, to be hard to play against. It's not just, oh, they're going to score three goals on us. No, they're going to they're gonna try to run us through the building. Right, so you kind of want to have that combination. I think the Rangers aren't quite there yet. Yeah, I agree. Maybe they can call Joey Koser or Nick Fatiu or Barry yeah. Beck. I don't know. <laughs> Are those guys still around? Hey, listen, uh, Sarah, this is a great time for you. You're going to win on Tuesday. You're back. That's fantastic news. You're you and Ronnie. You're in love. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing because I love both of you guys. So this is a good time in your life right now, Sarah Palin. So we wish you the best of luck on Tuesday, whether you find out or not. When you do find out and you do win. Please come back. And, Ronnie, we are so happy for you back with the Ranger organization where you belong uh, because you will always be one of the great Rangers and beloved by longtime fans like myself and Andrew Giuliani. So, Sarah, Ron Dugate, thank you so much. From Sid, from Andrew, we love you both. And best of luck to both of you over the next couple of weeks. Thank you so much, Andrew. Tell your family hi. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for everything. Absolutely. Good luck here on Tuesday, Sarah. We'll be pulling for you. All right. Ronnie, too. You're the man, Ronnie. Thank you, Dukes. Okay. We'll talk soon. Go enjoy your day in the city. That's Sarah Palin and Ron Duguay right here with Sid and Andrew. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.